Hello and welcome to this week's This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and later in the show we'll be finding out how FC United fared in their league encounter against Gainsborough Trinity. But before that is to the Phoenix Trophy and Neil Reynolds' side began their defence of the trophy with the opening game in Group A this past week as FC United hosted Belgian side KSK Beveren on Tuesday evening. Let's hand over to Ben and Paul with all the goals. Well, it's going to be Charlie Ennis uh, to take this over on the far side. It's taken short. Ennis gets the ball back. In it comes towards the back post area, but headed clear there by Beveren. And Beveren now play the ball forward. Nice little back heel there. And uh, they're on the attack. That's a great pass. Very good ball over to the, the far side. And the early chance here for Beveren. But a good save there by Lavrican. It was Balahoon there with the effort. And uh, FC United carved open a bit too easily there, Paul. Yes, it was one, one good pass and uh, Balahoon was away. The corner ball. It's FC's second corner of the evening. Crowd in good voice suddenly. Corner taken and here's Linney now. Linney! Oh, well. Linney, Linney, Linney. What a finish to the back post there. And, uh, well, the goalkeeper had no chance with that. That's the kind of goal that Regan Linney threatens on a match day often but uh, there he is scoring it a beautiful goal on 16 minutes Paul and that's his 20th of the season here's Wallerton out to the right hand side to Unwin Unwin now looking to drive forward oh that's good stuff from Unwin shot comes in great save there from Van Houten down to his right but Unwin looking lively Depau with the ball oh and it's through there and there's a chance for Beveren and that opportunity by Yannick Putt was blazed wide and uh, that was a real opportunity there for the Belgian side. Out to his left-hand side to Linney. Linney turns. Linney infield to Rodwell Grant. It's a give and go. Linney gets it back. Here's Wallerton over the top to Linney. Oh, nearly. Cleared though. Here's Wallerton back on the ball. Back to Donahue. Donahue goes for goal from distance. Oh. And that, that is beautiful from Michael Donahue. Welcome back. What do you reckon? 25 yards? Easily. That was an absolutely stunning effort from Michael Donoghue. Happy birthday, Michael Donoghue, for the weekend just gone. Yeah, that ripped into the netting, and uh, the poor keeper then, he, he didn't have a prayer, did he? And, uh, well, offside not given because Griffiths was playing everyone on, and Vergawen goes for goal, and that is a stunning finish from Vergawen. And uh, appeals for offside, but Griffiths was definitely playing Vergawen on. And uh, just on the hour mark, Paul, Beveren have got a goal back. Well, it was a slide real ball to beat the offside, and Vergawen showed such composure there as he closed in on Lavercombe. The chip was absolute perfection, and poor Lavercombe, as he backpedalled, knew he had no hope whatsoever. Oh, brilliant. Had three cracking goals. Giving on the ball to McCarthy, to Gabidon. Gabidon's lined up a shot for distance. Great strike from Gabidon, but Van Hooten was behind it, but there comes a follow-up shot. From Gabidon hits the inside of the post that goes out for a goal kick. Paul. Well, he's getting closer, <laughs> that's for sure. Wallerton back to Gribbin on this main stand side. Gribbin surveys his options, nutmegs his man, and now Gribbin into the penalty area. Gribbin still with the ball, he's brought down. It's a penalty. That's going to be a penalty. And that all came about from Gribbin just taking the ball and driving at defenders and defenders don't like that Paul they don't like it in the box when they've got to make a challenge like that not knowing the, whether they can get the ball or not it's always a risk and uh, the captain Charlie Ennis is going to take this we've had uh, 72 minutes played here Charlie Ennis with this penalty 
steps up, drills it straight down the middle, and it's 3-1. Gabidon, Gribben, Wallerton, Wallerton, can he find Griffiths? He can. Griffiths on the right side of the box, crosses it to the back post, and there on the back post is Gabidon, and I think he deserves that goal to substitute. He's had a good spell in this game. He's created a couple of chances since coming off the bench, and in stoppage time, he scores FC United's fourth, and Gabidon there with a tap-in, but great build-up play from FC United as well. Yeah, good ball in by Griffiths, and, and Gabidon, having hit the post earlier, was getting closer and closer. He drew a good save from the keeper as well, but that time he was all alone at the far post to just knock the ball into the net. Full-time here at Broadhurst Park, 4-1 the score. In the first game of the Phoenix Trophy this season, FC United with a 4-1 win over Belgium side KSK Beveren. Three points in Group A, Paul, to kick things off. But a good game of football tonight in the Phoenix Trophy. Who's your player of the match? Because we've had some good performances. Three glorious goals, we should say. In fact, the build-up for Gabidon's goal makes it a bit of a peach, in all yeah. fairness. But Donahue's goal is superb. Linney's goal was superb. Both goals in that first half. It's great that Beveren have scored, but what a goal it was from Vergawan. A marvellous chip over the goalkeeper. Superb. Um, but who's your player of the match? Well, if we're qualifying it as only players who played the 90 minutes, I think Palinkas has got to be up there. I was thinking Andy Holes. Yeah, Holes pre- played pretty well. Good positional play tonight. He knocked everything out that he needed to. He got in the way of a lot of things and he had some good chasing to make, covering runs. And he did a very good job. Yeah, Holes is probably a good bet. But the most important thing tonight, Paul, apart from the result, what, what an atmosphere and what an occasion. Great atmosphere. I think the Beveren players have enjoyed it. I think the Beveren fans have enjoyed it who have come along tonight. I think they've had a great evening on the SMRE, trading songs. Um, no doubt they'll be trading some beers after the game. Yeah, a good night all round. I, don't, I, I think um, from the manager's point of view, some players have got some more game time that he would have liked them to have. But, um, yeah, good night all round. And I think uh, FC are going into Saturday's fixture in good heart. Bedford fans over here on the right-hand side, they, they've, they've been great value tonight, haven't they? And it was a trip into the unknown, the Phoenix Trophy, last year. We had some great occasions, uh, certainly away from home. Not that I went to any of those games, but I, I, was sat, I was sat in my studio at home listening to Swampy, and he seemed to be having a good time at those aways, that's for sure. But I think this is the first time, with all due respect to those teams we hosted last year I think this is the first time where we've hosted a game and it's had a special atmosphere yeah it really did kick off in terms of good songs on the terraces tonight and it it kind of continued and um, it was great to hear well Vincent's man of the match is Charlie Ennis well well the considered opinion well at some point everyone based on the technical issues we've had tonight the problems we've had just, just be thankful we've got a commentary team. And we, and we do the TV as well occasionally. Just, you know, just be happy. You know, and, and if we get the man of the match wrong occasionally, you're fine. I think it's really good to see that the, the Beveren players are still at the SMRE shaking hands with not only their own fans, but ours as well. Very sporting evenings entertainment all round. Now, put this in your diaries, everyone. Uh, the date is the 15th of November, 2022. It's rained for two, two days and two nights in North Manchester. 
A game of football was played tonight on this pitch. Paul, can I just make a comment about the pitch? Yeah. Look at it. It stood up pretty well, it's considering. Really, I, I'll be honest, dear listener. I don't think it's had any problems at all tonight, considering I, the rain. Yeah, I don't think um, come April we're, we're going to have a problem. I'll, I'll discuss that with Neil. I think shortly. Just to touch upon Beveren's uh, performances tonight, I think Van Lochren, the captain's had a good the game. Captain was excellent. Balahoon's been superb. Yeah. Um, the Gowan when he came on was good. Keeper but, made some good saves. Yeah, but I think, like, like we've said, I think this is. I think Beveren have been the best team we've played in the Phoenix Trophy. I think they can. They're going to cause us some problems in Antwerp when we play them next year. I think it's going to be a, be a, a challenging game for us. We wait and see when those games uh, are going to be penciled in. Uh, but uh, we've got a game away in Belgium. We've also got a game away in Valencia as well, uh, and uh, we'll also be hosting uh, the Valencia team here at Broaders Park. At a later date as well. Uh, next up uh, for FC United, though, is Gainsborough Trinity. Um, to be fair, Paul, we have, we've never had a problem this season with a midweek home game. It's no. a Saturday home game, that's the. If we played all our games on a Tuesday, I think we'd be uh, laughing our socks off, wouldn't we? But if we don't, we unfortunately. Just, oh, well, the Saturday aways are not too bad. It's the, it's the home Saturdays we stumble Michael's on. walking past. It's something that I'm going to say out loud in front of Michael right now. Many moons ago, Stockport County used to do Friday night games at Edgley Park. Given our Saturday home record, I think that's worth exploring here at Broaders Park. Under the floodlights on a Friday night. Yeah. Cue boycotts of FC Radio. Outrageous. Football is for a Saturday afternoon. Big three o'clock. Blah, blah, blah. Do you want to get promoted or not? That's, that's what we're saying. Because that's what's letting us down at the minute, Paul. Yeah. Saturdays at three o'clock. Tough game on Saturday against Gainsborough Trinity. But uh, certainly... We'll have a spring in our step after tonight's game. I think it, I think it was a good run out that, and uh, many congratulations to FC United. Also, congratulations uh, to Beveren too uh, for coming here and giving they, it a good go. <laughs> it was a, they did. They, they tried very hard, and um, it was only in the closing stages I think they began to flag a little bit. Anyway, yeah. let's uh, let's catch up now with FC United <laughs> manager Neil Reynolds. Hello, Neil. How are you? Hi, Ben. Yeah, really good. Now we're saying that of all the Phoenix Trophy matches we played, I think that was the best football and I think Beveren have come here and are probably the best team we've faced in the competition yeah. your thoughts yeah what a great night you know from the first from the first moment that we were about to come out of the tunnel the crowd uh, the buzz the European evening you had to be here to experience it the first 10-15 minutes I thought was electric and, and they come out the traps they could score then we score and won the goal for Linney then they could score again you know they, they weren't sitting in they had some really good players and you know credit to them we had to work really hard tonight to get our result but We've shown the, the glimpses of quality of, of Linney and Donahue, the movement for the penalty, and then the fourth goal is just wow, wow, and that's everything we work on in training. And you hear me from the side at times, switch it, change play, get your rotations, get your overlaps, and it, and it came good, and, and, and Dante scored at the back post. Yeah, some special goals uh, tonight. Um, I mean, if there's a Phoenix Trophy uh, goal of the season competition, I think we've seen three of them, yeah. maybe three and a half with the Gabidon goal, because the build-up play was, was certainly special. Uh, but... Starting things off, Linney. Wow. Yeah, wow. And he sees it. He sees it. And that's what he's, he's so good at. And then Donahue wasn't going to be overshadowed. You know, he hits one in the top corner. But the fourth goal for me, Ben, is, is the, the, the moment of the match because that is what we work on in training. And that's why we jump up and down on the sideline about getting the change and the switches and fluent football. And you've got players, Wollerton, who I thought was, was mesmeric tonight. Yeah. 
Donahue, Griffiths when he come on at right back was 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 levels above. You know, it was it was just a really pleasing performance. And you know, before I carry on about the performance, I'm just looking out at the pitch, and that is superb. You know, the way that Andy and the team have done is is unbelievable. Now we were, we were mentioning this uh, because obviously it's rained a lot in the last 48 hours or so, and you know, it, I would suggest last season this game probably wouldn't have happened. You come here, there's no water anywhere on it. And furthermore, it's chucked it down during the game, and it's fine. You know, I'll explain to the listeners back home if you don't know. So last week there was a machine at the side of the pitch. It's called a shockwave machine. And basically it moves the whole pitch. So it's it's electric. uh, The wires go across the pitch, and the whole pitch moves up and down, and it allows the water to sink further down the pitch. And it's incredible to watch. And he did that last week. It's better than Verta draining it because he knew the weather was coming, and that allows the water to sink down. You know, they they are meticulous in what they do. They're so knowledge rich you know the, the ground staff and, and you can see it now and that's not I'm not saying a disservice to anybody I just want to keep repeating that but these guys have really got a, a deep understanding and you can see the pitch now in the you know, middle of November it's, it's like a bowling green I mean just to be, just to be fair <coughs> FC United constantly learning as they go and this pitch now is it's coming into its own really I think after the work that's gone on over the, the close season it's it's quite clear that we've we've learned a lot and yeah. here we are I mean, it was never in doubt. I mean, people are questioning today when the players, is the game going to be on? I mean, look at it. He's, he's, he could play again, and that's played on Saturday, Sunday, today. Uh, it's going to have Saturday again. You know, a lot of work's going to go on it. So they embrace the challenge, the uh, the ground staff, and you've yeah. got to, you know, pay uh, credit where credit's due, and, you know, they, they've done a fantastic job. Well, Neil, I'll be honest, uh, when you came up them steps, and I, I, I didn't think we'd have that interesting conversation yeah. about yeah. surf, but there we are. Just to touch upon the performances tonight we gave man of the match to Andy Halls but then when you said Wallerton then I thought to myself you know what Wallerton was probably man of the match but anyway but you must be pleased with Halls and Palinkas with with how they performed tonight delighted you know for me as a manager I've been saying it all season I've about getting minutes into the lads and been true to my word you know Guy Hall comes in Palinkas has come in Donahue's returning to injury, Wollerton's returning, Griffiths is returning, and the lads are getting minutes in the legs, and you know we're going to be changing Saturday, and that's why some lads have lasted 90 minutes today. You might not be involved, you might not play Saturday, but that's we've just got to keep it fresh because it is hard, it is demanding. You know, lads have got to work in the morning, playing 90 minutes, training, going again, going. It is hard, but the lads are bought into it, and and what we've got here is there's a number of games, you know, including tonight the league. The Manchester Cup, and, and the, the reason why we have trust in that dressing room is because the manager just doesn't say it, the manager does it as well. So, if you know, and then that's why they're sticking around, and that's why there's a, such a tight knit group of 19 20, and they all know that they're going to get minutes over the course of a season. This season, we've not had any trouble here at Broaders Park on a Tuesday night, they've been enjoyable games, lovely occasions. You know, who could, who could forget Morpeth, South Shields, Saturday. Afternoons though here at Broaders Park. Can we move Gainsborough to a Tuesday? <laughs> I've already suggested let's do Friday night football in North Manchester. That's what it's about. Listen, I mean, it's going to be. T- I don't know what it is. I mean, I heard someone say one of the fans right behind pretend it's a Tuesday, you know, Saturday. And I don't know. It, there's no. There's nothing we're doing differently, you know. And and I think the longer the hoodoo goes on, it is hard. You know, the lads know it. But listen, you've seen what a good side they are tonight. They're gonna. They're going to prepare well. They're going to cross the line Saturday with the with the instructions that they always get, and, and hopefully we get that win. It's going to be a really challenging game against Gainsborough. They've made a draw tonight. Brian's gone to go and watch him, so he'll prepare the report tomorrow. Lads will get the footage. Lads will get the, the full written report, and we'll work on what we work on Thursday. And then, you know, hopefully, 
Saturday, come quarter to five, we can get the three points and you know we, we can we can climb the table again. That'd be superb. Uh, just before we we end this interview, just uh, we we started off talking about this this occasion tonight last year, the Phoenix Trophy, a pioneering season, very much a trip into the unknown. I think we can all agree that this is the first, with all due respect to the teams we hosted last year, this is the first time where it's actually felt like. Wow, this is actually something. Yeah, we did. Uh, and you know, fair play to Bever and their supporters turning up and making a noise. This has been a special occasion tonight. Minor things like when you walk out and the FC United uh, stand is there with the Phoenix Trophy above this, the, the noise, the light, the, the sound, the European, you know, the experience that we've got is this competition's gone from strength to strength. And you know, maybe it didn't, maybe people didn't get the vibe and the buzz last season. But you see the fans tonight. Everyone's got the vibe, the buzz. You know, Beveren have, have done great. We look forward to the return leg, but. You know, for us, that's another game that we've chalked off. I think that's one defeat in 12 now. Uh, and we, we've just got to keep going. But like you said, it, it did. It really felt European tonight, uh, which was good. But Ben, to end on a, yes. a sour note, oh. we are going to end on a sour note. I've just notified the players uh, of the three-point deduction that's going to come into effect in probably the next seven minutes, uh, which will you know, knock us down to seventh. And I want to I wanna put it out there for people that are listening. I'm, no one's being hung out to drive. Mistakes happen. The league rules are really difficult to follow. The new IFAS system is difficult to follow. You know, it's a collective uh, effort, and whoever's made the mistake, it, it, it's a mistake. And yeah. we, all we do is dust ourselves down. Nobody's being hung out to dry. Nobody. We've lost three points. Yes, it's disappointing, but over the course of the season, I don't think three points will stop us from achieving our ambition this season. So we've just got to put it behind us. Hopefully it doesn't happen again and, and rally around everybody and, and hopefully get three points against Gainborough on Saturday. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there after his side's 4-1 win over KSK Bevan from Tuesday night. To the weekend's football now and on Saturday afternoon FC United welcomed Gainsborough Trinity to Broadhurst Park back in the league. And for all the build-up let's hand over to FC Live before kick-off. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to SC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. And you join us here just under an hour and a half before kickoff. And joining me here for a little pre match chat before FC United against Gainsborough this afternoon, it's a welcome return to Woodzo. Hello. Good afternoon. Uh, now, spoilers, uh, we did just interview Neil Reynolds. You'll be hearing that interview really very shortly, dear listener. But Woodzo. Big game today. We come into it after a very happy Tuesday. We had, obviously, the disappointment of Warrington Railands last Saturday. Tuesday against Beveren in the Phoenix Trophy. Good night all round. Fantastic goals. Good atmosphere. Everyone was happy, apart from Beveren, but even they were happy to a certain extent. I mean, it was great. Um, good mood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last Saturday you said, I agree with what Neil's about to say in the next interview, because... Uh, after that first half performance, a point was a good point in the end. Not when you tune it up with 10 minutes to go, granted. But to that out of the equation, a point was good. Tuesday night was really enjoyable. They were the best team. I mean, we said it at half-time, yeah. didn't we? They were the best team we've played in this tournament so far. They were rapid, they were quick, they tired very quickly, and that helped us. But they, were, they, were, they had a few chances in the first half and a couple in the second half. By the end, I mean, second half, really, their keeper kept it down from a scoreline that wouldn't probably have been fair. So, good night. I enjoyed it. Uh, but today's going to be tough. They're up there, Gainsborough. We always have tough games against them. This is a Gainsborough team, though, who I think I've got the tails up. Obviously, we've known them since SC was formed as a National League North side. Yeah. Obviously, in recent years, that's not been the case. Mm. But I think this is their best shot of getting back by the, by the looks of results, certainly away from home as well. It's looking like it. I mean, last season, they had a 
they were down the bottom, weren't they? But I had a fantastic home record. Mm. I mean, when, when we played the... Best home record in the league, I think. It yeah, was. I mean, we played the... Just after Christmas or... But anyway, the, you know, the Beatles. We probably, on a different day, possibly could have had a, a positive result. We actually didn't play at times that badly. We just let goals in at daft times when we got back into it. And then uh, Alex Wollaton scored, funnily enough. So they have, they've, they've turned that round completely. Uh, they're up there uh, above us at the moment with that three-point deduction, obviously. Although we haven't dropped massively on that, and that's the good thing about it. You know, at one point, I think the other way, we, we, we could have dropped a bit further down. We've dropped to, what is it, seventh thing we are. So, but it's still within striking distance. So, you know, it's, it, it is what it is, that. It's going to be a tough one, from what he's just said, which, which you'll hear in a minute, you know. You know, we, we, we've done our homework on them, and, and vice versa. I'm assuming they'll have done their homework on us, albeit if they came watch on Tuesday night, they probably wouldn't have got a true necessarily representation. But from what their side, he thinks, are going to line up, what Neil said... We're going to give them a go by the sounds of the line-up you'll hear in a minute. Um, let's see what happens. I mean, it's going to be a tough one, but if we can get those... If we get the three points, it's almost like get those three points back, if you like, and then start again. Tough game next week. Because they're coming thinking fast now, because Stafford away next week. Stafford away next week. Withershaw Town in the... On Tuesday, On yeah. Tuesday in the Manchester Premier Cup, of course. It is what it is, isn't it? But we, we've got everyone back fit, apart from Vincent. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, the pitch is looking good. I mean, if we can't play football on it, then we never will. Kiss of death there. Yeah. Well, on that note. <laughs> Big thank you to Woods, though, uh, for joining us pre-match, but it's now time to hear from the manager. Here's Neil Reynolds. Well, Neil, welcome uh, pre-match. Uh, it's been a good week. We obviously had the Tuesday game in the, in the Phoenix Trophy. How, how was training on Thursday after that? Brilliant. Uh, lads, are, like, lads are on a bounce. Like I said, it's one defeat in 12. You know, we were disappointed with the way we conceded the two goals. Not disappointed with the point, because I thought... Rylands were, were, were due a point, you know, worthy of a point. But I think the way, the manner we conceded, you know, the things that we work on in training, the defensive zone, and to move that about was was frustrating. But then the lads came in on, on Tuesday, uh, played really well, you know, some patterns of play, some great goals. And then we came in Thursday and we got ready for a, you know, a really tough game against Gainsborough today. They're a big team. Um, obviously, they played on Tuesday night uh, against Nantwich. Um, I think you said Brian was, was at the game at the Weaver Stadium. Um, about giving too much away, what, what do we know? We know a lot. Brian was there, did a report, got the analysis. We've we've cut, cropped all the footage. We've shown the lads. They're a threat. I'll tell you what they are, Ben. They're a, they're a throwback, if you will, to like the 80s side. A big 4-4-2, back to front. Don't do anything that's spectacular, but just seem to be able to grind results out. And I think when they get in front, they seem to hold on. Someone said that the record has been, I think, out of nine away games, won six, drawn three, scored... Uh, 20 conceded four so you know they do what it says on the tin uh, two wide men Donaldson down the middle you know he's 38 you won't run him behind us but they're a big physical presence big side and I think they're going to be a typical like a National League North side that you come up against so we're going to have our work cut out uh, if we're going to if we're going to win the game today There's, Stats are there to be broken that's what yeah. I always tell Stato Paul um, their away record this year is a complete reversal of what it was last year they were abysmal last year away from home now they're, they're not dropping that many points, are they? And you know what I'm going to say. Our Saturday home form isn't great, so I'll say again, stats are there to be broken. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought a new coat for the occasion because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't won at home in the other one, so uh, we went shopping. But no, just anything to, to change it up. But I, I, think, uh, I think we've carried a few tired bodies over the last few weeks and there will definitely be eyebrows raised at today's team selection. Uh, but we know that they're young. We know that they're energetic. We have tried to match that today. Uh, and for the stat to be broken, for us to win at home in the league on a Saturday and then to drop points uh, away from home, we're going with uh, Lavacombe in Nets, uh, De Gucci right back. 
Finn Armstrong left back and then Jones and Halls in front of that's going to be Griffiths and Donoghue with Wollerton in the 10 uh, Gribbin on one side Linney on the other and young Connor Stanley making his debut today so that leaves us Potts um, Ennis uh, McCarthy Dante Gabidon and Jan Palinkas uh, on the bench today and uh, we're going to try and match their work rate and that's you know people look at Potts he's, he's done unbelievable since he come back last couple of games he's dipped a bit Ennis has played every game due to injuries he, he needs a rest Gabidon you know, still finding his feet. In the last couple of games, he's been a little bit ineffective, probably better from the bench. So we're going for it. You know, we're going for it. We're going to be hungry. We're going to be lively. We're going to be energetic. Going to try and give Griff a bit more responsibility with the armband today. Uh, see if we can keep him on the pitch. Uh, so he's, he's got that. But probably their best player is the number 10, and Griff will have to take care of him today. So it's a game we can't wait to get going on. And we worked on it in training Thursday, and I've, I've got no doubt that the lads will give it the best shot today. So just to clarify for the amateur around me at home, uh, the team you see today, it's all... There's, there's been research, there's been homework, and so that's that's what we've gone with. Yeah, we, we've, we've done loads of it. You know, they are a young, physical, big side. We've got to match that, and that's, I keep saying, it's nothing against our older players. Uh, sometimes they like it when there's a bit more time, and if, if teams are more hustle and bustle in your face, you know, it probably suits a Donahue or Wollerton and, and a Griff more than it would do a, you know, a Potts and an Ennis at this stage of the career. So, you know, it's been a management decision. I think we think it's the right one. You know, time will tell come quarter to five, but, you know, I'm sure... You know, when you've got these lads back from injury, we've only got Vincent out at the minute. We did say we'll rest and rotate, and, and that's what we're doing. And we'll look at it again on Tuesday night against Withenshaw, and lads who haven't got minutes will get minutes. You know, Rodwell, Grant and Guy all have missed out today. Uh, but it's, you know, it's part and parcel of where, why we are where we are. And, and obviously we've had the devastation of the three points this week. So it's, it's important, uh, really important that we try and get three points on the board and, and claw back uh, that deficit. And if we can do that today then we'll, we'll claw back the deficit on the likes of Hyde and, and Gainsborough in front of us and, you know, be in a good position heading into, you know, the Stafford weekend next week. Well, Neil, big thank you for joining us pre-match and uh, all the best this afternoon. Thanks, Ben. Cheers, mate. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to SC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. And we're back here at Broadhurst Park, this time on a Saturday afternoon as FC United and Manchester are taking on Gainsborough Trinity. And joining me here for a little pre-match chat just before... We hand over to the big guns and that expert commentary team for this afternoon's game. It's another expert, so welcome back to the show. Stato Paul, hello Paul. Good afternoon. So, Paul, Gainsborough Trinity. Gainsborough Trinity. From memory, not that great away from, oh, that was last season. Last season, they couldn't win away for Toffee. They were they're virtually unbeaten at home. They sorted us out 3-2 on their own patch. Complete turnaround this season. Unbeaten away, six wins, three draws. Scored every away game. Big task this afternoon. It's a mammoth task, really, isn't it? Breaking news on Tuesday night. We heard it in Neil's post-match interview. We have been deducted three points. So we're slightly outside the playoffs now, but only just. It's a must-win game, though, isn't it, to get ourselves back involved in things? Yeah, we need to claw those three points back very quickly and put ourselves back in the top three. There's only five points between the top nine, so it's still very fluid at the top. And we're currently four points behind today's visitors. But obviously we can close that gap to one this afternoon with a good result. Now, we heard from Neil pre-match and uh, we actually watched Gainsborough at Nantwich on Tuesday night. Brian Richard did his report. And Neil thinks we've come up with a team which can combat against Gainsborough Trinity, who he described as a bit of an old-school 4-4-2 type of side. So I've not, seen, I've not had the luxury of seeing them, but looking at their results away from home... My guess is they're a counter-attack side with pace, with a tight defence. That's my 
my expectation of them. They could play completely different, but I think they're going to try and play on the counter. And with that regard, uh, Neil's made some some changes. Charlie Ennis uh, and Michael Potts and Gabby Dom all dropping to the bench. I mean, Tuesday's performance was it was a great night, but it was against. We have to qualify it, I think. Yes, it was a great night, but it was Phoenix. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty similar to what we're going to see on Tuesday in yeah. the Manchester Premier Cup. Yeah, but at, at Withenshaw Town. Yeah. Um, so very different game. It's today. a very different game today. So he's rung the changes. Luke Griffiths starts as captain. The ambition is, by giving them the captain's armband, he's not going to do a scissor challenge at any point during the 90 minutes, hopefully. Yes, it's an interesting team selection. He's brought Connor Stanley in, who's on loan from Bolton. Stanley's already scored against Gainsborough this season for Bamber Bridge, so he knows how to score against them, which might be very useful. And the other interesting thing is um, Wallerton's playing against his old club. He scored against his last season for Gainsborough in the last time we met. So there's lots of two-ins and throw-ins in this game. I think Wollerton, we gave man of the match on Tuesday to Andy Halls, but as soon as I said that to Neil, Neil looks at me and I went, it's Wollerton, isn't it? <laughs> he, had a great, he had a great game on Tuesday yeah. night. Uh, the only thing that Wollerton's not managed to do yet is score for us, and that's what he did occasionally for Gainsborough. So we'd like maybe to see him get a goal soon. One player who is scoring is Regan Linney. 20 goals now this season. Yeah, 20, 20 and 23 games. It's quite, a, it's quite a feat, isn't it, what yeah. he's achieving? It makes you wonder how many he can get if he stays fit. Yes, and, and one thing that he has curbed, I'm saying this out loud before a game, I, yeah. I, I realise that I'm running the risk here, dear listener, but he's, he's not, his temperament has improved greatly this season. I think he's matured. I think he's, the penny has dropped that if he stays out of trouble and focuses on scoring goals, he gets a lot more fun out of it. You know, And don't get involved with the silly nonsense off the ball. If it's somebody else's dispute, stay away and wait Wait your moment. Save your energies for getting in the box and doing what he does best. We're going to be joined by uh, Roy Sewell in a second or two. Uh, he's just doing some uh, untangling of knots, the old wire in here, that Broadhurst Park. Uh, but uh, Roy, well, welcome back to SC Live. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Um, just to touch upon Donaldson for Gainsborough Trinity, because he's in his late 30s now, but he's had a hell of a career. I think he's a player you, you're aware of. Yeah. He's one to watch. He is one to watch because he's got a real eye for a goal. He can act as a, a target man, you know, to play off aerial balls. Uh, but he is really, really decent in the air and around that box. Uh, quite lethal. I knew him in his time at uh, Crew Alexandra. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it is a task to mark him. And uh, I would say Halls and Jones... They'll have their hands full. And Paul, just touching upon the challenge today, Gainsborough have been scoring plenty of goals themselves. Top scorers in the division, 35. They certainly know their way to goal. Do you think that Nantwich taught us something though on Tuesday? Because it was a one-all draw. Well, they were they were two minutes away from going top, Gainsborough, and then let the guard slip at the end. And they'll be very angry about that because they, they scored themselves in the 88th minute and they thought they'd wrap the game up. So they've only conceded four goals away this season and that... That tells you how tight they are as a unit. We've got a very difficult task, but the other big start, of course, is we've had four Saturday home league games <laughs> and not one. I wasn't going to bring it up. We've well, already mentioned it twice already well, on this broadcast. If we keep mentioning it, yes, then something one day, will happen. Something will happen. Well, I name dropped you before. I said, I said, uh, I always, as I always say to Stato Paul, yeah. stats are there to be broken. Exactly. W- what better time than to beat a side that's unbeaten away? 
it, it kills two birds with one stone, doesn't it? And, and Paul, how important is uh, a positive result today and how likely is it? Because well, I'd, I'd describe this as 50-50, to be honest. Well, both sides have lost only once in their last ten league games. Both sides. So there's a, there's, there, there are some parallels, even though we seem to have dropped more points recently. I, I think it's a very, very important result, this, because it tees us up for the game at Stafford next week. On other games to come, we've got Belper at home early December. So a, a, a win today is, is like a trophy. It's, it'll be a very prized result, and it'll open a few eyes if we can pull it off. Right, I'm just. Uh, we are going to be streaming this game this afternoon. Uh, the broadcast restrictions have been lifted uh, due to some tournament going on. I don't mean the Rugby League World Cup. Uh, there's something else happening somewhere in the world. So we're able to stream this game this afternoon. So I'm about to welcome our TV audience. Let's hand over now to our expert commentary team. This is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Armour, and it's a big welcome back to our expert commentary team, Stato Paul, Roy Sewell. But first, a welcome back to James Quinn. Lenny will pursue. Now, what can he do? He's a lone figure at the moment. He's got Cody Collins with him. He checks nicely, plays it across to Gribbin. And look at De Grouchy. Grouchy on the overlap. Gribbin. Oh, and a fine save. Then he's looking for the rebound, won't get it. Well, good effort from Gribben and a great save, but was uh, the Grouchy on the overlap the better option? Donaldson with good pace to get to the other end of the field here. Brun comes inside, holds. Donaldson still has it, though, just inside the area. Harry Lewis, left foot shot, chance now. And that's a lovely oh. finish by uh, Liam Waldock. 1-0 to Gainsborough. Well, started with some good determination from... Uh, Clayton Donaldson then, he fed Harry Lewis, who put the ball in, and there was too much space really for Liam Waldock, who took a moment and placed it perfectly to Lavercombe's left. No chance for Lavercombe, and we're just over a quarter of an hour gone, 1-0 Gainsborough. And it was all down to Donaldson, he, he, he held that ball up really, really well, cut inside, off his left foot, onto his right foot, and just slid a nice little touch pass into the centre there, where basically Liam Waldock had the whole of the goal to shoot at now with Griffith square ball Jones over halfway out to the left flank where Armstrong waits Armstrong now cross ball comes in it's aimed for Linney but Coggle nods it up rather tamely Gribbin Linney thinks about a shot left footed no it's just wide would he have hit it first time with his stronger foot he brought it back inside it wasn't too far away Linney battling away as ever Linney gets on the end of it gets control of it Gribbin returns it to Can Linney get the ball across. Chance for chance for Connor Stanley there. He couldn't quite make the finish. And uh, good work there from FC on the right hand side. And tricky one that isn't it? Coming to him to to get the angle just right. He only went about a foot wide to the right of the keeper's uh, upright, but uh, not close enough. Griffiths again, 35 yards out, chips it forward for Linney. Linney on the turn. Linney's Narrow angle, saved by Yates, and it will be a corner ball. And uh, Gainsborough Trinity can bring it away. Oh, what a good uh, Brought forward, nice through ball, and now on the attack. And now on the edge of the box, now the ball is out here. Harry Lewis, edge of the box, left-footed. Lewis shoots! Oh, And a fine finish to make it 2-0. And Gainsborough with a two-goal cushion. Good choice of pass there, he put it onto his left foot, it was quite a narrow angle there, and he put it to Lavercombe's left, perfectly placed. And 2-0 uh, now, Trinity lead. The first pass up this line into that forward channel to Donaldson, 
was outstanding. It must have travelled somewhere like 40 yards and he knocked it down for the little pass in to the inner channel for the ball to be driven across then to uh, Harry Lewis who shimmied to his right, went to his left and fired it into the far post corner. I'll tell you what, the passing was really, really sweet. It was like pinball passing. And Dante Gabidon is the man who's going to come on for Wallerton. Well, Gabidon, a player with real ingenuity, showed that the other night, scored their final goal for FC in the European game. It's whether he can turn that uh, ability to uh, dribble his way through and so on, to be creative, into uh, end product. FC just need a goal, they really do. It really will change the mood. They've got to find that uh, first goal. Ribbon back to Halls on the halfway line. Andy Halls now brings it forward. Plays it forward to Gribbin. Gribbin on the turn now. Gribbin chips it forward. Gabinon with a run. Takes it neatly. Gabinon. Yeah. Oh, goal! What a piece of football. A perfect pass. And Gabinon makes a perfectly timed run. Takes it on his chest controls it beautifully and then first time strokes the ball into the net well as substitutions go that is uh, one of Neil Reynolds one of more effective ones right yep and I would say that the pass off Gribbin that reverse pass over the top of the defensive line was absolutely on the money he'd been on the pitch 47 seconds Donahue gets his head in the way Gabidon tries to get on the end of it. Griffiths. Now it's a Donahue. Come on. Ball out there to Gabidon. Gabidon dribbling into the box. Gabidon shoots. Oh. It's the bar. And it's clear of Gabidon. <laughs> he really has livened this crowd up. He scored. And that was a lovely little dribble and churn there with the right foot, which hit the bar. Gainsborough rocking. On both occasions, he's got the ball. He's done it straight away. Something positive. Good game of football here at Broadhurst Park. Another long ball. Well met, though, by the defence of Gainsborough Trinity. Trying to break it out of defence now. There's a chance here for a break. And it's a real chance now. First time chip. It's 3-1. And FC United are caught out at the back. Curtis DeRose with the finish. A lovely chip. Very similar to the goal that FC conceded against uh, Beveren the other night. But FC undone, and that is so frustrating. And there goes the final whistle, and uh, Gainsborough Trinity run out 3-1 winners here. And uh, FC United continue to slide down the table. Gainsborough Trinity continue their ascendancy. Uh, your verdict, uh, Roy Sewell. I think the, uh, the scoreline is uh, worthy of the winners. I think they played really, really well. Right from the word go, I think I said it in the first five minutes, you know, the structure, the discipline and the formation that they had. They had men behind the ball when they needed to. They passed the ball. This was the thing more than anything. They passed the ball when it should have been passed. Whereas with FC, I felt they were trying to make sure all the time. They were delaying pass the ball that you see once you pass the ball that you see the ball's on the move and you can link up play if you don't do that 
then what happens is you tend to, you, you have to start looking for that pass and while you're looking for that pass the pressure comes on you and I'll tell you what you either lose the ball or you get injured because you're turning right into contact all the time so you know my feelings are that Trinity did what they needed to do and they needed to do it easy and quickly and at the end of the day they did it well all three goals that they scored were quick things yeah even the third goal there was taking it first time yeah exactly don't delay just do it I think uh, like I say I, I look for a, a man in the match and I have to pick uh, Regan Linney because of his work rate his tenacity the way he wants to get involved he makes himself available he's here there and everywhere shutting down space you know t- these are things that you should have 11 players doing but not this, one this is the thing though right I think Donahue was, was busy in the middle but you've got players like Donaldson who's in his late 30s now and every single thing he's done on that pitch has had a point to it yeah he's not yeah. had to run around no mm. he's literally just been there picking up the fouls when he needs to picking out a pass when he needs to he's been let's be right he's played his game simple yeah and quick when he had to hold it he got his body between the opponent and the ball he held it up when he had to flick it on he flicked it on when he had this opportunity and he did have a couple from the set plays there to get headers in on uh, on goal he tried it all right he wasn't successful but he tried it the thing was it, it was a positive action each time off every single player it's, it's drilled in them you can see it and they do it really well uh, I think um, before we go off on speedo who's your, your main man of the match or is it going to be Linny for the whole game or oh, no I couldn't say that no I mean um, Lewis had a good game but he, he got substituted didn't he so. he did do you know <laughs> If I look at their team, I thought Harry Lewis did well. I thought, and it's a daft thing to say this, because he kept himself very, very simple in what he did. The centre-half, Cogill, all he did every time the ball had come to him was whoom, every single time. And That's the noise for clearing it, by the way, dear listener. Yeah, he <laughs> never once got caught in possession with the ball. He just cleared his lines. He was, in brackets, a defender. He wasn't a footballer, he just defended his area. Roy, it's been a pleasure, as always. Thank you. And uh, keep up the excellent work and catch up again soon. No problem. Thanks, Roy. Thank you for the coffee. (laughs) (laughs) More importantly. (laughs) Um, Let me give you the full-time scores from elsewhere in the division. Uh, Gainsborough Trinity going top of the league tonight uh, after this 3-1 win. South Shields are now into the player positions. A 2-0 victory for them over Stafford Rangers. We, of course, play Stafford Rangers uh, next weekend. Uh, Radcliffe have been beaten. They were beaten by Nantwich Town, a resurgent Nantwich Town. Uh, a 2-1 victory for Nantwich, a result which sees Nantwich now out of the relegation places. Ashton United are now into the top half of the table. A 3-0 win over Bamba Bridge, who they've now leapfrogged over. Uh, Warrington Rylands, they were 2-0 victors over Morpeth Town. And it's finished all square between Atherton Coles and Staley Bridge Celtic. Uh, thanks to that win for, for Nantwich, Staley Bridge Celtic uh, have now dropped into the relegation places. So, big result that one. Let's uh, hand over to Neil Reynolds for this uh, post-match interview with Mr James Quinn. Neil, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, did Gainsborough give FC a lesson in quick movement, accurate pass and finishing? I don't, don't know. They gave us a lesson in taking the three chances they created. Yeah, we were we were excellent. You know, the manager said we were excellent. They couldn't cope with us, but we didn't score. And we conceded goals that we shouldn't concede. The first one, 
we lose our man on the edge of the box. The second one's got to be stronger in the 50-50. The third one, the centre midfielders go AWOL, ball down the middle, chip over the keeper, half-time. 89% possession to their 11, seven chances on goal, 16 times in the final third compared to their one. We were brilliant, but you know, I'm hoping you give me some answers because I've no idea, I've just lost that game, no idea. The moment in the game, Gavin comes on, uh, scores after 47 seconds, almost gets a second. Yeah. How frustrating was it then, quite soon after that, to go back two goals behind again? We, we, we switched up middle of the park. We said, Listen, you've got, to, you've got to gamble as a manager. When you play with energy and youth, you've got a, you've got a, a gamble. It looks great, but then you take out Potts and Ennis and you'll miss the, the discipline. So it's kind of what what do you do? You know, you you want legs, you want energy, but then out of possession, you want the defensive square that we work on that Potts and Ennis do really, really well, but probably don't get us on the front front as much. So, you know, it's kind of different times in a different game. You want a Griffiths, at a Donahue and at times when you're looking for experience to shut it up you want an Ennis and a Potts but you haven't got that you've just got to make a decision and they're both 25 year old they, they should know to, to not vacate the middle of the park they should do but saying that you know they've played well they've played I'm not calling them I'm just saying the third goal when we've we've got the ascendancy you protect what you've got you keep your shape I mean it's, it's, a, it's a basic thing that you get told when you're a young kid you keep your shape you know, you wait for opportunities and we just, I use the phrase, we went gung-go and the ball lapsed, it went straight through the middle, one ball pierced it, Curtis Jones got to come across, he dinks the keeper and scores and it's a shock and in the last 20 minutes it's just null and void. But listen, it, we've all been footballers, we've all been out there, we, we all make a decision and, and I'm certainly not going to scrutinise or criticise people for making a decision. You know, some of the decisions they made first half were exceptional, some of the play, Callum Gribbin, Regan Linney, it's a joy to be old, you know, we should score off young, young Connor on his debut, we, we, Gribbs, Reeks. We created a lot of opportunities and you see the fans at the end, they were singing because they know we played well. Yeah, um, let's uh, go on that positive. Gabin on um, brilliant run, um, exquisite ball from um, Gribbin. But also a few moments later, Gabadon hits the bar, mm. and he's also tracking back re deep into his own half right at the end. Um, you must have been pleased with that. Dante's come from West Eds and Charleston. He's come in. He's took time to find his feet. The last couple of games, he's been off it. He's really beat himself up. He doesn't know why. Come out, have a breather. Said to him, "When you come on today, just let it go. Let the shackles go. If you hear a couple of moans and groans, doesn't matter. You're a winger. Go and excite people. Just go and play free. Play like a free spirit. But obviously, we're in our shape and." And he did that, and he, and he was exciting. And what we've got to try and do is develop Dons into to that player that's doing it over 90 minutes consistently because he's a great talent. Uh, and we've got so many attacking options now that are really good talents. Uh, but we haven't we haven't won the game. Another one on a Saturday, which is a which is a real kick in the teeth. We 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 want, we're pondering whether that although having said all that that doesn't make any comfort to you. But Gaines for Trinity probably as good a side as come here. We've played, you know, just think of some they, of the teams. They are what it says on the tent. They play the way they play. They go back to front, they boom it, they stick it out of play, they play for time. They've got the threat on the attack with Donaldson. They've got pace in wide areas. Typical throwback side, you know, to, to, to good sides that, that do well in the National League North. They play on set pieces. That's where Neil Bishop's lined them up. And, you know, I might have a really good football this side, but he's got the points tonight and we haven't. So, you know, but I'm certainly not going to change our DNA. You know, we've, we've got to just keep doing what we're doing and, you know, and hopefully, hopefully the results will turn. But, you know, today's a today's definitely a tough one to take. So looking ahead, uh, with and short, um, you'll maybe uh, shuffle the pack, will you, for the uh, yeah. the Cup game? Uh, yeah, we have to. Premier Cup. Yeah, we have to. Uh, got to keep lads fit. You know, Chaz has sat out today. He'll be disappointed, but it is what it is. He's, he's just had a rest. You know, Potts has, has had a rest. Uh, 
We've got left. quite a strong squad at yeah, the moment. Left, when you look left. at that bench. That yeah, and we've left, obviously, Guy Hall and Broadwell Grant out today, so they'll come back in. Uh, we have got a strong squad, but we've got to have we've got to have that inner belief and inner b- ability that we don't don't capitulate and we don't lose football games because the three goals are, are so avoidable. But I'm not going to get better centre-halves and Halls and Jones. I'm not going to get better midfielders than Griffiths or Donoghue or Potts or any or Woolerton. Or it, it, it's just a moment of lapse and it just seems like when we lapse we concede and we've got to eradicate it somehow you know we've been on a really good run it's been it's been fantastic you know to watch the football was fantastic to watch again today we've got a great group who have no doubt will have no doubt I'm not even standing here James being arrogant I've no doubt we'll get in the playoffs you know I think we will I think the side is is good but it's going to be an up and down season where we can't throw away points like we have done today if, if, if we're going to get in the playoffs and I'm saying that because We've got really good players and we've got a really good set of lads and we've got a really good team. Fantastic football club and, and, I, and I just think that once the cog turns a little bit, once we get a motor in, if we can get into Christmas in the top six and then turn the turn the new year, you know, we can have a real go at it. And then I'm not, yeah, I'm always down when I get beat, but I'm not going to be too down because we played really, really well and, and, and that's the comments that everyone said on the way on the way off. Finally, uh, Stafford Rangers away uh, on Saturday, next league game, uh, what sort of game do you expect there? We've got the longest throw in world history. It comes from the halfway line to your back post. It's uh, it's hard. You know, they've lost 2-0 at Shields today. They've kept Shields in the game at 0-0. They'll be big. They'll be organised. You can't play a lot of football at, at Stafford. But we've, we've got to go there. You know, our away form's good. You know, if you're, if you're a betting man, you're probably saying FC to win because our away form's good and our, our home form on a Saturday. Hasn't been uh, hasn't been as good as what we want, but we're going to go there in you know in, in good spirits. We're going to have the Manchester Cup game on Tuesday. We're going to train on Thursday. We're going to watch Stafford, watch the highlights, get the game plan, and, and look to go again. And you know everyone's disappointed today, but but I'm not. I can't like I said. I can't say. No, we need to change this, we need to change that. Some other people may, some other people have opinions, but I think we've played well today. We can guarantee there'll be other opinions. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, um, but anyway, well, engaging game of football, bad luck today, but we look forward to seeing you again on uh, Tuesday, Neil, and thanks as yeah. ever for being ha- candid and talking to us. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there. Next up for the Reds in the league will be that tough away in Staffordshire on Saturday as FC take on Stafford Rangers. Kickoff on Saturday will be 3pm and we'll of course have full coverage on FC Radio from 2.30pm on fc-radio.co.uk. While this Tuesday evening, FC United return to Manchester Premier Cup action from 7.45pm against Withenshaw Town at Erickson Park. Weather permitting, we'll also have coverage on FC Radio from this game as well. Tune in from 7.30pm if you cannot make this game in person. Well, that's it for this week's This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.